Welcome again to the Wise Idea Podcast with Christopher J. Harris. I am your host, Christopher J. Harris, and we want to welcome you back. Welcome to the party. It has been an incredible and amazing journey as we have gotten this podcast off the ground and into your ears, into your lives. Uh, Many of you, I understand, are listening to this podcast uh, on your ride home or on your ride to work. Uh, Maybe even while you're exercising or just doing other little things around the house. And I'm so excited you would give us that space and that opportunity to come into your lives. It has been an incredible opportunity to meet so many amazing people around the world who are listening in and tuning in and providing feedback. We are indeed providing tools for inspiration and wisdom for life. Our aim, our goal is to inspire everyday people to live wise lives. You and I are a part of that journey. We also want to make sure that we are providing strategies for hearts to be inspired and heads to be wise. So guess what, my friends? Uh, We've got another amazing episode for you lined up. Uh, Just a few years ago, I actually took a moment and sat down with the incredible, the incomparable um, media guru, Phil Cook. You got to look him up if you don't know who he is. And uh, it was an incredible conversation. The catalyst for that conversation was actually my very first book, Temporary Assignments. You can find that on Amazon or anywhere where books are sold. But the conversation meant so much more than my book. We talked about what change meant. We talked about um, current trends and issues in media. Uh, We talked about personal brands. We talked about his life and lessons that he's learned over time, even being fired in his late 30s and what it meant to reinvent himself in that season of his life with a wife and young daughters. It was just an incredible, incredible interview. And uh, we we just wanted to bring that insight to you because we believe that there's going to be some amazing light bulb moments that you would have as a result of listening to that interview. So as a part of our intro each week, we want to just take a quick moment and invite you, please share this podcast and the information, the tools with your family and friends and on social media. It would absolutely mean a lot to me. Of course, you can go to our website, thewiseidea.net, thewiseidea.net for not just this podcast, but other podcasts that we've recorded, other episodes that are there. You can, of course, also email us with questions and ideas and thoughts. If you're not already subscribed, guess what? This is your personal invitation to subscribe so that you can get the information, get the updates, get the episodes right in your inbox. So with all of that being said, let's jump right into the interview, right into the conversation that I had just a few years ago with Phil Cook. Enjoy today's episode. All right. What's up, everybody? YouTube land, social media land. Uh, This is uh, Christopher Harris coming again. Uh, I tell you, this has been an incredible journey. The last couple of weeks have been absolutely amazing as we've been on this journey uh, talking about temporary assignments, y'all. Who would have thought that um, I could add author to my title, that it become a reality uh, here on my first book? And um, I tell you, it's something amazing about putting your whole heart and soul into something on paper to have people uh, critique uh, in your, w- without you being present. 
and uh, then to, to be able to get quality feedback has been incredible. Today, you all, I have um, someone who uh, is absolutely a, a guru, a mastermind, uh, an incredible guy, um, not just in his field, but um, I am, I'm one of those folks that I follow what people do and what they say, and um, he's just amazingly consistent. He is um, funny. <laughs> his post, you guys got to go follow him on Instagram. I'm going to I'm going to throw some of those. Uh, we're going to tell you some of his how to connect with him a little bit. Uh, but if you follow him on Instagram, I promise you at least five or six times a week, you're going to laugh. You're going to get this just that that humor that he has that posting those pictures. I, I, I want him to tell me his secret of where he where he gets those pictures from. But I'm scared to ask. So anyways, we'll, we'll talk about all that a little bit later on. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, I've got on the line here, uh, Mr. Phil Cook himself. Um, extraordinaire in communication, particularly with faith-based organizations, uh, an amazing track record of getting uh, some, some pastors and ministries and preachers that all of us have, have followed over the years. Uh, he, Mr. Cook, is the background, the guy that has gotten them uh, marketed and on TV and in radio and all that kind of good stuff. And so rather than me trying to quote your whole resume, Mr. Cook, do you, just, do you mind just taking a moment and, and just sharing really quickly, everybody, uh, just a little bit about some of your work, some of the things that they may not even know that you've had your hand in doing. Oh, no, I'm thrilled to. Uh, let me start by saying congratulations on the book. That's a big, big step. I mean, well done. Very, very well done. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, a lot of people talk about writing books, but not actually, not many actually sit down and do it. So <laughs> congratulations. I'm really excited. And I would encourage people out there, get the book. Absolutely get the book. It's going to be uh, something you need in your life, and it's going to be incredible. It's the kind of stuff that we all need. The, the world changes like crazy. I mean, the culture changes, people change, trends change, styles change, and if we don't stay up with how to adapt and change in our life, we're going to get left behind. So books like this are primary on my shelf because it helps me stay on top of what's happening in the world because it's so easy to get left behind. So congratulations. Yeah. It's a great thing. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So tell us a little bit about, just so people know who you are. Generally, what we do is help Christians not suck at the media. Um, you know, we have a passion uh, that, that uh, this is a media-driven culture. And if we're going to speak the language of the culture, we need to get it when it comes to television or movies or radio or social media or our online presence, doing YouTube channels, things like that. And so our, we feel called to help churches and ministries, pastors, ministry leaders, nonprofit leaders, use the media to their advantage uh, hmm. to help get their story out. It's so incredibly important. You know, Christopher, we live in a culture where people are being bombarded with about 5,000 media messages every single day. I mean, the distraction is overwhelming, overwhelming. So learning how to cut through all that and get your message heard is absolutely critical. And it's kind of what we're about. So we've been very fortunate. We've worked with everybody from Billy Graham to Joel Osteen and hundreds and hundreds of people in between. And um, helping them really establish their presence in the media and get their message out in a bigger way. So we're thrilled to do it. And I have a passion for everybody. And you're included. People yeah. that want to get that message out, get it heard. That's what we want to help. That's incredible. So, so that means then that you've seen lots of success stories, but you've also seen some people bump their heads uh, regarding reinventing oh, yeah. themselves and, and adjusting messages and you know, somebody asked a question one time here at our church, why do we have so many different translations of the Bible? And just kind of off the cuff, the thought came to me that, you know, language changes over time. And yeah. so really, we, we have these translations because, you know, 30 years ago, if someone had said, uh, walked up to you and said, hey, are you going green? 
you, you would have been looking at your skin like, what are you talking about? But today in our yeah. going green, it means something regarding recycling and, you know, environment and all that. So it has a context now that's very different than before. So um, when you think about that, um, what are some of the things that you think would be relevant for people to know regarding their personal brand and their life and the messages that they send about themselves and their careers um, and, and how they may either be behind or, or on point or whatever that may look like? That's so true. I mean, I'm fortunate. I have two 20-something daughters, and they're very upfront with me about the way I dress, the way I look, what I'm doing. You know, Dad, please don't go out dressed like that. And, and I, I always say it's good to surround yourself with people that are plugged into the culture. Uh, you know, as Christians, you know, you study the life of Jesus, and he spent his time where the people were. In, in those wow. days, it was the marketplace, it was the temple square, it was social gatherings like weddings. Well, today people are online or they're watching media, they're in movie theaters. And so I think if we're going to be relevant, we have to see what's working out there, what television shows are popular, what magazines are popular, uh, what movies are popular, uh, what social media sites are popular. And if we can start just staying aware of those things, it makes a big, big difference. You know, Christopher, people hate to change. And I think that's our biggest battle. We hate to change. I read one study that said, uh, the vast majority of open heart surgery patients within a year go back to their old lifestyle. You know, the lifestyle that got them there in the first wow. place, which means um, if the threat of death doesn't make you change, what in the world will? And we've seen drug addicts, uh, people, alcoholics, people that struggle with all kinds of addictions. Change is just very, very hard. And so it's, it's not an easy, you know, we can't be flipping about the idea that we have to stay on point and constantly be changing. But we absolutely have to do it. No matter how difficult, no matter what the struggle, we have to do it. Otherwise, like you say, we become irrelevant and nobody's interested in listening to our message. All right, guys, we'll be right back. I, I know, I know you are right in the middle of an incredible conversation and you were gleaning things from this incredible conversation that we're having currently. We'll get right back to it. I was enjoying myself as well, but I wanted to interject really quickly and just invite you. If you are listening to this podcast, that probably means that you are also on social media. Well, listen, I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. As a matter of fact, y'all, guess what? I'm also on Pinterest. I would love, 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 love to have you as a part of my tribe, my following, my connection, my social media family. And so if you're on any of those platforms, I'm at CJ Harris, O-N-E, CJ Harris, O-N-E. Would love to connect with you. So while this commercial is even going on, before we get back into the conversation, why don't you go online right now, pull your devices out, pull your computer out and hit the follow button, hit the friend request button, hit the engage button. And we'd be so glad to have you as a part of our social media following and family. Not only that, as you listen to this podcast, you may be hearing things that are insightful for you, uh, things that are being shared where the light bulb goes off. I would love to hear about those moments. Um, as a matter of fact, you may be listening and there may be questions that you have or things you'd like to share with us that you're hearing. And uh, either way, we'd love to hear from you. So please send us an email. The email address is info, I-N-F-O, at ChristopherJHarris.com. Again, that's info at ChristopherJHarris.com. Not only that, but lastly, if you have a project or a book or a platform 
that you'd like to promote or advertise with us. You're thinking that this would be a great audience for you to reach and and uh, connect with. We'd love to start a conversation with you about that. So please send us an email again at info at ChristopherJHarris.com. And in turn, we'll send you an information sheet and be glad to start that incredible conversation of partnership with you. With that said, guys, let's get right back into this amazing conversation that we're having. Be sure to pull your notes back out. It's going to be fun. Let's go. Yeah, I, I, I actually say in the book uh, that if you if you don't change, you get stuck. Right. And, and it is, it's a simple yeah. statement. But when we think about the frustrations that oftentimes people have in life, they, they are seeing things around them, but they feel stuck where they are and they, are, they, they can't move. They yeah. feel, you know, locked in. And so that's, that's really, really good. Let me, you know, let me, I read a study recently, a research study that indicated most people are not being promoted in their job because they, they refuse to learn the new things it takes to go to the next level in their career. And so, wow. you know, people all the time get frustrated. Why am I not making more money? Why am I not getting the supervisor position? Why am I not getting promoted to the vice president or the manager? It's because you refuse to make the kind of changes that that next level requires. And so it becomes a life and death issue. It becomes the fact that if we can't make those kind of changes, we're never going to go anywhere in our career. We're never going to fulfill what God's called us to do with our lives. And it becomes really, really a critical thing. Wow. Life or death, huh? No, I think so. I think so. Wow. Yeah, no question. I know that my, my parents struggled with change, struggled with change to the very end. And I just never want to be that guy. I, I never want to be so locked into one way of thinking that I can't adapt to something new. And uh, otherwise, what's the point of being around? So, so how do you, how do you, how does, how does Phil Cook, the, the guy whose phone is ringing off the hook with some of the biggest leaders on the planet all over the world um, are calling you and you've got all these demands on you. You're running a company that's got multiple uh, facets of it and you're helping people put movies together and, you yeah. know, uh, ser- sermon clips and, and broadcasts, it's all of that, right? How, how does yeah. Phil Cook stay, stay relevant? How does, how does he not become that guy a couple things and i would i would encourage people watching this to write write these kind of things down number one i read an enormous amount i, I read two or three daily newspapers every day um i'm constantly reading books not just about uh what's you know not just novels but books about my industry what's happening in my industry i'm going to conferences i think you know invest in yourself that's what i would tell people invest in yourself buy the book that'll give you the information you need to get to the next level. Go to the conferences where you can mingle with the people you need to meet. And the third area I would say is challenge yourself. You know, if you're a Republican, if all you ever talk about or all talk to is other Republicans, you're missing a lot out on life. And if you're a Democrat and all you ever talk about is debt to, you know, whoever you talk to is Democrats, it's the same way. Well, if you're a church person and you never talk to non-believers, you know, you need to get out of your bubble you need to start engaging with people that disagree with you. They don't think the way you do because it challenges your thinking. And when you allow yourself to be challenged, you'd be amazed the doors that will open and the thinking, the way it'll open up your mind. And so I'd encourage people to, you know, read an enormous, you know, as much as you possibly can. It's important. Go to movies, watch television, read mm-hmm. magazines, get that stuff inside of you, see what the culture's saying, and then get out outside of your bubble. I think that's the biggest problem with Christians, for instance, is Christians just struggle getting outside of our bubble. We don't want to talk to people that disagree with us. We don't want to talk to people that, that we think are 
heathen. You know, you gotta, you gotta get out there and meet them. Jesus was always engaging people who didn't believe what he believed. Hmm. And Paul was the same way. Mars Hill in Acts 17 is a great example. He was out there engaging those pagan philosophers in Athens. And that's what we need to do and stay on top of things. I think it's incredibly, incredibly important. Wow. So I got to ask you then. So you said you read, you know, uh, t- two or three newspapers a day. Uh, is there a technology that you use? Are you using the, the physical paper? Like, are you literally open the physical paper? Great question. You, no, I'm an iPad guy. I'm an iPad guy. I, I, I've always been a newspaper person. But um, I read the Wall Street Journal every day. I, I'll read two or three, you know, bits of the New York Times, USA Today. There, there's, and I read the LA Times here in Los Angeles where I live because I like to see what's going on locally. And I travel an enormous amount. So I try to read the local paper in the cities that I'm traveling in just to see what's going on there. But no, you know what? I got, I got tired of newspapers. I fly a lot. Yeah. And it's just too hard to wrestle a newspaper on a plane. Yeah. So I got addicted to my iPad, download them there, and it's fantastic. I, I love it. I absolutely. And I can go back and see previous editions if I miss something. Yeah. So I have to tell you, I changed my life. Yeah, I tell you, it's, it's you, one of the funniest things on the planet to see is, is those, those folks who are getting on planes and, yeah. and once, right before the plane takes off and they've got this big newspaper that they're trying to open and flip the pages. and It's hilarious. <laughs> it is. And, and I, the truth is, Christopher, I'm a, I'm a magnet for nuts on airplanes. If there's a crazy person on an airplane, he will sit next to me. And uh, very often they're the guys that wrestle with the newspapers or they're just crazy people of all kinds. And um, so it's, I do notice those kind of things. It's pretty funny. And that, that's a big part of it, too. Just noticing things. I, I think a big part of, um, you know, the fact that I've been doing this for so long is that I notice things a lot of pe- other people don't. And um, I think if you start watching, you know, we all like to talk a lot. Very few of us listen very well, and we don't observe hardly at all. And I'm a big believer that if we can start listening and observing things around us, we'll start seeing things that other people don't. And that's really the definition of vision. We talk about leaders with vision. Leaders with vision are simply men and women who see things other people don't see. Or they're looking at the same thing other people look at, but they see something different there. And Man, certainly that's, that's so the good. definition of a great artist. That's so good. Yeah, so having that kind of vision and seeing things from a different perspective can change everything. Without naming names, tell me probably one of the craziest things that you've seen a leader do that reflected being stuck, not changing, not reinventing themselves, either regarding themselves or their organization or their family or, or whatever it may be. Is there, is there a story or an idea or an experience that comes to mind? Well, you know, I talk sometimes about wanting to build a museum of bad Christian television, but I can't find a building big enough. Um, Trust me, there are so many failure stories you can't even imagine. One of these days I'll write a book. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stories. For instance, I know people that uh, fought me on the online world. I tried, I worked with a number of ministries trying to develop an online presence, and uh, they fought and fought and fought. In fact, one major media ministry refused to build an app, and I finally had to go build it in secret, and I unveiled it for them, and they were shocked that actually people would want to see this. And so uh, the, the digital trans- transition, which has been huge in the last few years, a lot of people fight, 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 fight over that. Anyway, and you funny, you mentioned the, the different translations of the Bible. There are guys that will fight to the death of the King James Version of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Um, I, I'm, that's, I've actually 
<laughs> you'll love this. I've actually been in the British Library in London, and I've seen an original a 1611 King James Version. I was filming one, and I discovered that in the introduction, the translators of the 1611 King James Version of the Bible said, you know what? We've done the best we can, but we hope other translators will come along in the future and do a better job. And so if the guys that actually <laughs> translated the King James Version hope others will do a better job, the least we could do is be open to it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, people get stuck in a lot of different ways. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable Phil Cook. What an amazing interview to kick off part one of this two-part episode series with Phil Cook talking about the book, Temporary Assignments, my book, Temporary Assignments, along with just change in life and how to reinvent yourself and how to get, navigate new seasons. And particularly, of course, his specialty dealing with media and branding and particularly personally brand, personal branding. Um, he spent a lot of time talking about his own life as well. And of course, we can learn a lot by listening to the life stories, the biographies of others. I can't wait for you to hear part two of this interview that I did a number of years ago with the incomparable Phil Cook. Phil is a great guy. I follow him online very consistently and always look forward to the content that he produces. So as we get ready to end today's podcast, I always want to invite you, please share this podcast. Please share it with your family and your friends and your social media family. We are on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We would love to keep the conversation going and have you a part of our tribe. If you heard something that inspired you or allowed the light bulb in your life to go on, to get turned on, then I want to invite you, please share that with us. Send us an email at info at ChristopherJHarris.com, info at ChristopherJHarris.com. And uh, we'd love to take your questions, love to take your feedback, love to take your observations. And in fact, we want to invite you every single day, live an inspired, wise life. We'll see you the next time right here on the Wise Idea Podcast with Christopher J. Harris.